Gummy boy. <laughs> Gummy boys. You know what Gummy I just boys. realized? <laughs> My, uh, um, that we're recording? Well, yeah. Okay. Well, now we're I realize recording. that we're recording. But also, I'm eating a carrot with hummus. Yeah, that's going to really fuck up the audio, isn't it? <laughs> no, but like, you know, what do you call this snack? What do you call a carrot with hummus? Carrot with a hummus. Carrot with hummus. Hummus. All right. Cool. Oh. Okay, I'm going to skirt right past that one and we'll see if that hits the cutting room floor <laughs> or not in editing. <laughs> the hummus joke. <laughs> uh, hello and welcome back. Uh, we're the Tough Cut Podcast. I'm Matthew. I'm Alex. And I'm Jake. And this is had to swallow his carrot, huh? <laughs> I did have yeah, to swallow my carrot. I can't swallow my And carrot. now it's going to be really confusing if the beginning bit is cut out and this You're is welcome. locked in. You're welcome. I, we just solidified that cummis is in the episode. Well, we've got we've got a gummy boy. We've got the cummis guy. And who's who am I going to be? Let's find out. You're having an identity let's, crisis. Let's, now let's that see just, what character emerges. You have cubby and gummy. Who are you? Lots of. You know what I just realized? Lots of identity crises in these movies. Lots of identity issues. Lots, lots more obsession. Really is uh, a big thing in Nicolas Cage's filmography. Um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Anyway, surprise, not surprise. Uh, you expected this. This is part two of the Nicolas Cage bracket. Uh, you knew it was coming <laughs> because we release on a regular schedule every Monday at 7 a.m. But you can listen to it anytime. Um, we should always start our episodes with surprise. <laughs> We're back again. <laughs> in this episode, coming up in the first half, we've got Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse versus Face Off. And in the second half of the episode, we've got The Wicker Man, the 2006 version. <laughs> yeah, thanks for specifying. Uh, versus Mandy. Hey, in case they thought the original had uh, Nicolas Cage in it as well. I don't think anyone will make that confusion. What you mean the one released in the 70s didn't have Nick Cage in it? That's messed up, man. It should. It very much should. It would make it a very different movie. I want like a a recut version of that movie where Nicolas Cage's face is put on the protagonist in the old version. Uh, And so it just seems like him. That'd be kind of cute. Hey, guys, spoiler (laughs) warning. We're going to be spoiling these movies, possibly some other movies as we go into it. So uh, get ready for that. I'm going to tell you how the Wicker Man ends, which I know you're all on pins and needles. Yeah, I'm sure you haven't seen a single (laughs) promotional poster from the movie ever. (laughs) (laughs) We'll get into it. We'll get into it. (laughs) We will. (laughs) I'm sure we'll talk about it. (laughs) We will definitely get into the Wicker Man. We're we're going to get be getting burned to death on live stream. We're climbing in a wicker man, guys. <laughs> I, can I be the little girl? I want to be the little girl. Can I be in the bear suit? <laughs> Dude. Okay. Okay. We, we, <laughs> oh, what God. else? Jake, um, what's your other? Th- you have another job, Jake. Oh, I mean, I figured we'd <laughs> spread the wealth a little bit. Like, you know, I, you want me to do it all the time? All right, I can do it I mean, all the yeah. time. I always do the the introduction to the show. You, yeah, okay, <laughs> I do the right. introduction to the bracket. Oh, and, but we are, but we kind of skipped it this time. That's okay. Yeah, Nick, Nick Cage. These movies. <laughs> okay, <laughs> these guys, movies have Nick Cage surprise. in them. That's our theme. Okay. Yeah. Uh, also, <laughs> ahead of time, we want to issue a little content warning. Uh, Mandy gets very violent and very gory. Um. Yeah, so watch out for that. There's also some sexual harassment in Face Off. Uh, so keep yes. an eye out for those. Um, and yeah. in the future, we'll probably try and say those the episode before. So if you're watching along with us, you'll know in advance. Um, so be on the lookout, uh, I guess, for those at the end of episodes. We'll also throw them out here in the beginning as well. But, you know, covering our bases. Let's get into it, guys. I'm so yeah. hyped. Within, should we, with should that, we start? Let's jump into it. Uh, Alex, do you want to I, I can start Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse directed by Peter Ramsey, Rodney Rothman and Bob Persichetti uh, released in two th- uh, 2018. Spider-Man is back, but this time he's new and different. And instead of Peter Parker, <laughs> it's Miles Morales who takes center stage uh, as he discovers what it means to be Spider-Man. This time um, he's new and different. <laughs> Brand new car. I think. A brand new Spider-Man. Um, I think this movie is just so, so, so incredibly good. 
it like takes to heart the idea of a superhero reboot and the reintroduction of that hero again. Uh, it introduces Spider-Man f- five times, six times in this movie. And it's so funny every single time as it does the like, all right, let's do this one last time. Um, it, which is just such a funny bit because like everyone knows the origin of Spider-Man now at this point. Um, Except babies. <laughs> <laughs> what? Why do you sound so spiteful about babies? He said, except babies, <laughs> those little bitches. What do babies do to you Stupid except for boss babies. baby? I hate boss baby. I burn it. Burn <laughs> hey, it alive. Hey, I, hey uh, how many Oscar noms do you have, Jake? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so. Yeah, you're, tell that to the crew of boss baby. How many baby. Oscar noms does Sonic have? Yeah, I can hurt you back. I can. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, how one does hurt. You know, I changed my pick. We're not talking about Spider-Man anymore. Uh, This is this is boss baby. No, please. Um, please. Welcome to the baby cast where we talk about boss baby. Baby. It's TV show and it's upcoming sequel. Get excited, people. It's going to get maybe nominated for an Oscar, but I don't think Alec Baldwin's in this one. Uh, I forgot that yeah. that even makes it worse. I uh, I hate Boss Baby, man. Oh God, uh, I yeah. love Into the Spider Verse as well. <laughs> yeah, it's literally. I mean, it's it's one of the, my favorite movies of the past like five years. Definitely one of the best animated movies, if not the best of recent years. Uh, so mm-hmm. happy when it won the Oscar. Okay. I really think it is like when it came out. I, I think it's one of the best. I I think saying it is the best is a topic for a different bracket, and we can. You really love Boss like Baby. You really love Boss Baby. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God! All right. Hey, what can I say? <laughs> yeah. What um, can you say about Boss Baby that, that hasn't been well, said? Yeah. In terms of Boss Baby, nothing. But in terms of Spider-Man to, into the Spider Verse, um, I can say that. Hey. Um, this movie's really good, and I've rewatched it many a times <laughs> in the past few years. And watching it again was a heckin' lot of fun. Man, it's funny. <laughs> the action is good, and the animation. Oh boy, those boys at Sony Pictures did a good job on this one. Unlike some of their other films. Nice. Hey, that was good. That was good. <laughs> Got to take a dig where I can. Yeah, it's almost like you wrote that instead. Like you know how you take your time on synopsis. <laughs> instead of writing a synopsis for Face Off, I wrote a review of Spider Man into the Spider Verse. Speaking of Face Off, I really want to hear how you summarized the plot of Face Off. I did this one very elegantly. <laughs> oh, so Face Off, released nineteen ninety seven, directed by John Woo. A true John Woo classic once you really get into the meat of the film. Uh, The movie's title is very literal. Uh, You have Sean Archer, (laughs) an anti-terrorist agent, and Caster Troy, a prolific international terrorist, both played by Nicolas Cage. And also both played by John Travolta, because at different points during the movie, they switch identities and literal faces through a medical procedure <laughs> with each other. And I am dead serious that that's the plot of this movie. Um, and they attempt to foil each other's plans as each other's identities. There's lots of shootouts, lots of mistaken identities. Some, yeah, it, it's a wild, literally- wild film. Guys, they literally for like a good two minutes. It's one of those memes where it's they they literally just say face off. Yeah, my face is off. No, you're gonna take the face off, face <laughs> off, yeah. and then yeah. they show the face coming off. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> it, it's I'm sure that the medical science is a hundred percent accurate. That if you underwent this procedure, you too could have um nick cage's face (laughs) this is one of those fucking action movies where they literally show just random medical like things while they're doing the procedure and it's so fucking funny like it's just like and then a flash of the doctor like looking real stern and then nothing else it's so funny well, and they have the like CGI like reconstruction of the face (laughs) going on in the computer for whatever reason um i i don't know what i expected this movie to be (laughs) Uh-huh. But when I started watching it <laughs> and you let me let me set the stage for this <clears throat> first scene of this movie uh, during the opening credits, John Travolta and his son are riding around on a carousel. They show a lot of horses. Uh, his, he's stroking his son's face 
It's, you a, see shots it's of, a motif. It's a motif. It's a motif. Stroking <laughs> face is, is a motif in this film. We see <laughs> it very often. Um, <laughs> it cuts from him to Nicolas Cage. You see Nicolas Cage's face. He <laughs> He's, has one of the best mustaches rivaled to a kick fantastic ass. mustache. <laughs> you see a lens go up to Nicolas Cage's eye. Cut back to John Travolta stroking his son's face. Looking, leaning back so we can look at him, holding him tight and hugging. Back to Nicolas Cage, lifting up. What is it? Uh, binoculars? No, it's a sniper rifle. He takes aim at John Travolta, pauses for a second to consider what he's doing. I'll never know. He pulls the trigger. The bullet penetrates John Travolta. Suddenly, his son is dead on the ground because the bullets went through John Travolta and hit his son. Yeah, that's the first scene. The second scene is Nicholas Cage <laughs> planting a bomb in a convention okay, center, okay. Uh, dressed as a church, oh, uh, dressed as this a dude, a priest. I need to stop I, you there. I need to stop you there I, only because Nicholas Cage literally threw ass to Ave Maria. Holy it was, shit! It's it is such a good moment. If it if you don't watch this movie, just go look up that scene. It it will tell you very little about the movie. But it's just great watching him throw that ass back. Anyway, then they're at an airport hangar. <laughs> Three minutes into the movie, the only thing that I can imagine is that, oh, it's face-off because Nicolas Cage and John Travolta are facing off this terrorist and this anti-terrorist um, <laughs> clashing, trying yep. to uh, stop a bomb from exploding. Suddenly, almost without any warning... A doctor comes to John Travolta and says, we have a plan for how you can figure out where to find the bomb. Follow me. He shows him a procedure of removing Nicolas Cage's face. And he's like, this can be yours. And then, of course, Nicolas Cage wakes up from a coma and then steals John Travolta's face. And Um, it has one of when he wakes up as John Travolta, one of the best lines, I guess what four lines in cinema (laughs) well think about me this nose this hair this ridiculous chin (laughs) incredible impeccable writing beautiful performance from john travolta reacting to his own butt chin (laughs) i could not have imagined better he was channeling Nicolas Cage into himself in his tone, his facial expressions, everything. Wow, oh, man. Good moment. Anyway, Face Off is an absurd movie. We've spent a lot of time just recapping uh, Face Off. <laughs> um, which, I hey, think it's important that people understand this movie. <laughs> yeah, no, it's it's really wild. <laughs> All of that aside, I love it with every fiber of my being. It is so good not only is them swapping faces just so interesting (laughs) like so ridiculous as a plot point but it's not just like a weird plot point it adds like another level to every generic action sequence that's in the movie because you have the whole dynamic of everyone else not knowing which one is which it makes every scene mm. so much more interesting (laughs) because john travolta who's actually Nicolas cage's character at this point and woken up with his face killed all the people who knew the fact that John <laughs> Travolta's or N- Nicolas Cage as John Travolta's character had gone through the procedure so then nobody knew the truth that Nicolas Cage was not actually Nicolas Cage that he was in fact John Travolta you wow. know what's wild Cinema. you know what's wild literally I think you miss a very important part at where they're talking to John Travolta when he's still John Travolta in this movie and they're like <laughs> And he's like, here's what you're asking me. You're asking me to betray everyone I know, to break the law, to leave my family in the dark. Yeah, I'll do it. (laughs) That's literally how that goes. (laughs) He literally lists all these like cons and he's like, yeah, fuck it. Honestly, I actually think Nick Cage was, you know, minus some really creepy parts. But he was he was the better man in this in this. uh, He was a good father. (laughs) You know, he was a good husband. He can't, he stopped that dude from, you know, assaulting uh, John Travolta's daughter. Yeah, that's true. You know, he he gave he pleased the wife. I mean, he should have done that. That was wrong. But I don't know, man. He may be a terrorist with plans to blow up uh, uh, convention centers, but at least he's a good guy. 
I don't yeah. even know if he's a good guy. With, he just with, was well, like, <laughs> he's got character. He that literally much we can sucked say. a woman's tongue who was later an agent. So she just went. For yeah, that. she was on. She she <laughs> consensually comes over, sits down and starts kissing up on him. And then later gets executed by Nicolas Cage because she was secretly <laughs> undercover as an yeah. FBI agent. <laughs> so Guys. it's like, wow, that's deep undercover that you're just going to start slurping an international <laughs> terrorist face. <laughs> Damn, girl. <laughs> uh, anyway, what a it, wild it, movie. Face Off is truly it, it's a wild movie, but it's also like a a good action movie as well. Yeah, um, it's kind of the action sequences man. are really good. <laughs> it's kind of nuanced. <laughs> it, it's like yeah, it's but pretty wild. The thing is, like, it's kind of nuanced, and then there are just some things they do where it's just like, this is fucking stupid, and you need to stop. And I, then it pulls me back in. I, I, I love one, one, another scene I just want to call up before we get into comparing these movies, because it's perhaps the most on-the-nose moment in the entire movie. When they're having the shootout in that rotunda, and they get to back-to-back yeah, yeah. back between the mirror, yeah. and then they're like, well, Dude. I guess I'll just have to kill you then. And then they're taking a moment to aim their guns at each other through the mirror so they actually see their enemy posed in the mirror because they themselves have become their enemy. Dude, Whew. like... It's again, nuance. <laughs> nuance. It's almost as good as when they were yelling uh, "Gates" and then Nicolas Cage closed that gate. It's almost good as Turtle Top. It's almost textbook Turtle Top. It gets there, or it tiptoes around there, or flirts with it. All right. Well, it's um twenty minutes in, <laughs> so let's <laughs> let's start talking about uh, these in comparison. First and foremost, I think the one on everyone's mind. How do they utilize that cage in each of these movies? Clearly, as you've heard, face off, we're getting a, we're getting a lot of cage. Well, OK, I do have a problem with, though, with the amount of cage in this movie. I think the more Nicolas Cage role in this film is Caster Troy. And I think it mm. is a shame that we only see we get shot so Archer Nicholas Cage and not as much Caster Troy Nicholas Cage. But you Cage. know what's great about right. it? You know what's great about it? Like you're it's almost this like meta thing was like we know Nicholas Cage can do it. Like he literally solidified it's with the that surprise of how good John Travolta yeah, it's, is. It's almost like I'm watching Nicholas he committed to doing that. Watching shit. John Travolta play Nicholas Cage. Exactly. And playing. that's like one of the best even yeah. if Nicholas Cage all of a sudden fucked off for a lot of the movie, like act like full whatever and it was john travolta acting as nicholas cage i would still call it a nicholas cage movie you know what i mean you 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 feel cage through travolta. i felt cage through travolta <laughs> you can un, just under that thin layer of 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 face you know the very being behind it who his real identity is i'm ready for the big ride baby <laughs> i'm ready for the big ride he says that every time he thinks he's gonna die what the fuck <laughs> and uh that, of course, is going up against uh, Spider-Man Noir in Into the Spider-Verse, which I will be the first to admit is not the cagiest of of roles or the, even the largest of roles. But, but it's I still really fun. And he does a it's good job. It's really fun. And like, it does have some cagey moments. One, like, he, okay. he leans real hard into the like 40s detective. It's One I want to call out that I never noticed on earlier rewatches of this movie. Ooh. Um, and I'm sure other, I'm sure like you guys have picked no, up but on I it. Love I'm sure these most things. people I love have it heard people this. In the, when they've infiltrated the, you know, the dinner. Kingpin's uh, penthouse. Yeah. And they're going to the elevator. There's the guys in the hallway that they have to take out. You hear Nick Cage quietly go sleep <laughs> as he chokes the guy out, and I had never noticed that before. It's so good, um, and I hope that line was. Oh improv. my god, was it because you were paying attention? You were paying attention more to his character when you were watching because that's what I did too. And like I noticed, yeah, I mean, like or just a bunch of those just stand out more. Like he feels like much more of a character yeah. if you're looking for him. If, and if, if you're, you're watching if you're looking for it through the lens of like, hey. What's Cage doing? And like you just noticing like the little like the movements of his character, like what he's doing in the background, despite not being like the center of attention is like a ton of fun, which, of course, huge, like obviously credit to the animators. That's definitely. Um, yeah, I was going to say, but like it, sure. a lot of it comes through in voice performance as well. And I think that they were probably like trying to emulate, yeah. obviously, this like this theme of like the noir, the noir detective. But then also, I think they're trying to imbue some cage into the physical performance. You know, what's um, funny, for, for sure. uh, Alex, I remember you saying when we did who framed Roger rabbit, that you don't like noir films, but you chose a, the Nicholas cage noir character. <laughs> Ooh, I did. I think it's because of, 
I mean, he is he is a noir character, but I don't think this is a noir film. No, it's definitely not. But he definitely embodies like I had a lot more fun. Like, I love his character. I think he's great. But because he really does a good job, like knocking those noir films. And I almost wanted to see him in his own mm-hmm. noir film. Like, I was like, that's yeah. so fun. I want to see it. I think a a noir Spider-Man with Nick Cage at the center of it. Fighting Nazis would be pretty fun. That would be a lot of fun. (laughs) I mean, hopefully with Spider-Verse like taking off as it should, maybe they'll do it. I mean, maybe certain characters will get certain spinoffs and that would be like really fun. I could see them doing it for sure. I I mean, aren't they? They're making a sequel. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. Real. The real question on everyone's mind is: Does Nicolas Cage return? I'm sure if he'll, Spider-Man if Noir is in it, to, he'll come he back. will because he literally can't <laughs> say no to a <laughs> he role. Has no he choice. needs money. He needs it desperately. <laughs> yeah. I do want to throw out there. I don't know if you guys saw this in the news last week. They're uh, considering making a face-off too, and John Travolta and Nick Cage uh, are both in talks <laughs> to come back. Fucking sh- well, I they feel both like this money. keeps happening with movies we have on this show, where they like return to the zeitgeist. <laughs> Guys, yeah, we power in the industry. That's we, crazy. That would be honestly, so funny. I don't know how on earth you write Nick Cage back <laughs> into the movie. <laughs> uh, yeah, he you secretly do. went into another coma. Yeah, you do. He wasn't oh actually. They literally God. remember when he like died, quote unquote, died the first time, and instead of just normally like, oh, knocking him out or whatever, they threw his ass in a plane engine, and he like, th- there was no reason <laughs> for that. There was no reason for him to be blown by a plane. Well, the engine idea was that people out. thought he was dead. I mean, he had killed John Travolta's son. Yeah, I guess, but I just feel I, like I was answering so to the does. extended brutality, not to the unknown yeah. circumstances uh, of his life. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. So one comparison I want to make. One comparison. Yes, a, a real one. <laughs> oh, uh, if you want a real one, you may not be in luck, my guy. But a uh, comparison I want to make. There's a uh, there's two lie. There's two moments that are so my moments in both these movies that we could compare loosely because they both have to deal with matches and smoking. And <laughs> one of the best kajisms okay. in, in Into the Spider Verse is how he uh, the sometimes I let the matches go down to my finger just to feel anything. Any that's like. I laughed so hard when I first heard that, like in theaters. I was like, this is so fucking fun. This is so funny. Great line. Alternatively, in Face Off, I don't know if you guys realize, but they're they're walking and, you know, uh, John Travolta is still John Travolta at this point. They're going to mm-hmm. visit uh, Nicolas Cage in a coma. And they're proving F- he's in a coma. <laughs> yeah, and FBI agents there. And um, they're, they're like, uh, oh, what, is he going to feel it? Is he going to come back? Why are you keeping him alive? And the agent says, don't worry, he's a vegetable. And then proceeds to shut, like, burn a cigarette into his <laughs> arm to prove it. <laughs> I don't, no, it's not even the agent. It's the doctor who does it. I'm pretty sure. And then we don't see that scar show up again. Hmm. Answer that movie. Well, I guess he did have his body. He had his body remapped as right. Sean Archer. Well, and yeah. and if Sean Archer had 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 gotten Caster Troy's body, they wouldn't have put the cigarette burn on his arm because his brother didn't know that he had a cigarette burn on his arm. Big big brain, True. big brain. True. They literally, I th- that's that's some kind of violation. I literally like was jarred oh, by yeah, that. No, you, like, you, if we want to talk about violations, I think. The amount of face stroking in this movie, there's no way that it, all those people would be so comfortable with someone just walking up and going like it's I had to imagine it, it was one of John Travolta. I actually imagine that John Travolta and Nicolas Cage got together, got high as shit or drunk as shit before the movie. <laughs> chilling. It's like, what's a motif we want to add? Yeah, we're actors, man. Face we're real off. actors. What do we do? We're Wipe real actors. Face off. But then all of a sudden it got weirdly romantic and they're like, wait. We are real. No, you're a real actor. No, you're a real actor. And then they just stroke each other's face and they're like, that's it. I, I think Nick Cage said, I'd like to take your face off um, <laughs> is what happened. <laughs> I love how the movie, uh, the poster, the title has like that slash to really indicate that it's face off. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, it, it's so, you know. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Holy shit. But yeah, that's the one comparison I have. guys. Wow. <laughs> you know unfortunately so unfortunately like if, we're, uh, if i'm gonna be honest i like to give all these movies benefit of the doubt or whatever i just because i love spider-verse so much i almost wish it was introduced in another bracket so i could talk about yeah. more of the other aspects of the film that i truly genuinely enjoy but if we're just talking I mean, about 
Hey, Nick Cage. Nick Cage is not the only criteria for a movie moving on, okay? I will throw that out there. No, like, you're right. Yes, this is I the Nicolas Cage bracket, right. but if the core core criteria is Nicolas Cage is in this movie, he's in this movie. Is the amount of Nicolas Cage and the type of Nicolas Cage, Are how s- does that factor into our, our grading scale? I mean, mine is just Kajisms, so... Yeah, which yeah, you you, you know you know. I mean, you get a, you, you. I mean, you get some good kajisms in both these, but the Ave Maria is just such a high tier kajism. No, it literally blew my fucking mind. And the fact that he has chiclet gum in his drug box uh, is hilarious to me. <laughs> With his gold, uh, aren't they gold co- uh, coated pistols? Yeah, like gold, gold pistols. Um, gold plated. Yeah, so it's good. so fucking. <laughs> it's I, I, when i first saw uh, nicholas cage in the red suit open up the box and just like spin around the gold pistols what an awesome character like yeah. that's why i was so disappointed that nicholas cage didn't get to play caster troy for most of the movie yeah. because it was so good even in those like first five minutes or whatever yeah he caster troy is um he's like a a real a very very fun villain yeah. for a lot of the runtime you know what's yeah. fun? Yeah, I mean, if we're actually like a cool comparison, I just realized with you saying that, like both these movies really did make us want more Nick Cage in a way or more like of that character mm. of Nick Cage. So that's like pretty cool. It's it just, you know, for me, it depends on which one do you want to see more? Do you want to see a noir Sp- Spider-Man Batman or Spider-Man Batman? Noir Spider-Man <laughs> Nick Cage? I don't know. I, that sounds fucking awesome. Or do you want to see uh, Nick Cage shaking his ass at Ave Maria and then moaning and then planting a bomb? Uh, for eight hours. <laughs> I mean, be, being a, <laughs> being an international terrorist. Yeah. No, no, no. Which no. Might I, just I, I just mean Nick, Nick Cage. Cage's real I, life. I was yeah. going to say, like, just Nick Cage. <laughs> well, I I think I'm ready to vote. I don't know about you guys. Yeah, I, I could vote. I could vote. <laughs> I'll throw in a vote here. You know, it's just a little low-key voting. Little voties. I, I can go first for once. Ooh. Yeah, do it. Wow, he's so decisive this I'm, episode, guys. I'm I'm very confident, and I am voting for Face Off. Thank you for putting the. You guys couldn't see it, but he did put the the slash for <laughs> in, in all of my notes. Every single time I write Face Off, even if I'm like referring to someone saying Face Off, I do Face Slash Off. <laughs> that should just be in the English language from here on out. Yeah, I mean. I voted for Face Off. And you know what? I did too. Wow. The criteria here is how much Nicolas Cage is in this movie, and there just isn't enough in Spider-Verse. <clears throat> and I I love Spider-Verse. Yeah. I do similarly love Face Off. I really, truly enjoyed this movie. Wow. I, I That's high praise from you, honestly. I actually thought he would. I did think he would. It's so fun. It's just so fun. So with that, you guys want to introduce these next movies? Yeah. Which one of these should be introduced first? I'll do it. All right, guys. I know what you're waiting for. Another stellar Jake pick of the brackets. Uh, we have The Wicker Man 2005, 6. Uh, I, get, I get conflicting results every time I look it up. Uh, really? It's 2006. I do. I do get conflicting results. <laughs> that scares me. Yep. Uh, <laughs> so, the Wicker Man 2006 by Neil Lebute. So it's, it's a motorcycle cop, <laughs> Nicholas Cage. He travels to a secluded island to search for a missing girl upon receiving a letter from a long lost lover. Spooky, sexy stuff happens. Mostly spooky. Very, Don't you want to know more? I would argue there is very little sexy on this movie. Yeah, sexy. Uh, all right. And well, that's maybe to each the their point. own, I guess. To each their own. Jake was out there. Getting getting nasty. <laughs> Jake saw the bear suit and was like, mm, guys, "Yeah, sexy." Guys. Well, the the bees pollinated, you know, sex. I don't know, man. I, I have fond memories of this movie. I really like shitty horror movies. This is me playing my card of like, this is objectively to me. This is my, you know, what I don't know what you guys think, but this is such a shitty horror movie and i love mm-hmm. almost every fucking second of it i i love going to be like what the what is no no and uh it's fantastic uh what what are your guys's thoughts so i've seen this movie before unsurprising uh <laughs> as i have watched not only a lot of nicholas cage movies but a lot of horror movies first and foremost i was not privy to the fact that the bees scene is a director's cut feature 
Um, I've only <laughs> ever watched the director's cut, so this was the first time watching the theatrical one. Okay, isn't that um, and wild? I was so sad that that's not in the movie, um, in the theatrical one. Um, yeah, with those CGI bees, they looked really good. Okay, I mean, <laughs> um, what I will say though, the first time I'd seen The Wicker Man, I hadn't seen the 1973, the 1970s, the original yeah. one. Yeah. Going back to this one after having seen that one, um, I think my lizard brain realized how much worse a movie this is yeah. and how much funnier Nick Cage's performance exactly. is. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, that's this, literally... Okay, full stop, this movie is just a fucking comedy. <laughs> like, honestly. <laughs> hey, hey, give horror, give horror its chops. Horror can be comedy at the same time. Give it, give, give it its cred. But yeah, what do you think, Alex? <laughs> This was the first time I watched this movie, and I haven't seen the old version of it, which, uh, doing some reading, it is very critically acclaimed. Oh, people love it. It's a great movie. So seeing this one and knowing none of the critical response, except for seeing 1% on the app that I, or one one star on the app that I used to watch it. It has a 15% on Rotten Tomatoes. I didn't know what what it was going to be going into it. Um, I really enjoyed the intrigue. Uh, I watched this with my fiance Marina and we spent the whole movie just being like why are there so many twins what's with those babies Alex left my shitty horror movie I'm gonna cry yeah it was really fun it was a good movie I (laughs) I (laughs) Matt what (laughs) i just thought it was so fun so okay before we go even further just going on matthew's point i wanted to get all your thoughts first um there are four minutes of deleted footage of this movie that have never been released publicly uh there is a where there is one because i also watched the the version and i've seen this film a couple times uh but when i watched this version i didn't see the b scene and I was like, what? Oh, what? I, I actually watched the director's cut. So I saw the B scene, which, which is which the, better I did. the better the B, version. The B scene is so good. hundred percent. But then like, yeah, I was watching. I was like, oh, this is this is gross. And so I was looking it up. And yeah, apparently most people surprisingly, and this like almost never happens, but like have watched and know the director's cut more. And like the B scene, like that's the call to it's probably because that scene gets called out. And so people like actively seek that. But I just think it's so funny how there is four minutes of un unedited or undeleted whatever. It's just out there in the universe. Release the Snyder cut of the Wicker Man <laughs> is what I'm telling. Release the Labute. Release the Labute cut. <laughs> I'm gonna say release the cage cut because I'd like to believe he shot those four minutes, and that's why they <laughs> they're, they're just shot on like a 2006 cell phone <laughs> in a bathroom as Nick phone. Cage's. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like wigging the fuck out because at that point you know we were we were getting cage that was you know coming off some of the heights of his career so that man was worth a lot of fucking money so when he was filming the wicker man i'm sure he was having a good time yeah oh god uh you can inter- introduce the other one i have so much more to talk about the wicker man but this is an interesting matchup on the other side uh we've got mandy released in 2018 directed by panos cosmatos it is a very, very weird movie. And that is an understatement. Uh, it is a visual and auditory trip that follows Red, played by Nicolas Cage, and Mandy as their idyllic mountain life is thrown into chaos by a narcissistic cult leader. After spoilers, uh, Mandy is gruesomely burned to death. Red goes in pursuit of bloody vengeance on the cult and the violent motorcycle gang that they hired. Hired is a is a strange word to you. Can, to- pay, paying someone <laughs> in blood is hiring them. OK. All right. You sound like a professional. I I don't want to. I don't want (laughs) to. Yeah. Like if I paid you in honey, I would have still hired you to do something. Oh, we're talking about the Wicker Man again. Okay. So yeah, bees. (laughs) Yeah, Uh, exactly. (laughs) I know, Jake, we've spoke about this movie before. I was more interested in Alex's experience with this film. Uh all right. I'll just come out and say it. I fucking hated it. Um, (laughs) Yeah. Not because of the gore, actually. The gore, I didn't mind at all. Um, It was so slow and boring. (sighs) And 
the plot is so simple for it to take a fucking hour for him to even start his vengeance to, for him to even get to the point where he wants vengeance when that's the point of the movie you miss the point you miss the point i just <laughs> wow so you hated it because it was a slow movie yeah that's what i thought um actually like it's just it's slow and the the plot isn't enough so i didn't expect you to think that but yeah like the the moments of vengeance where you want it to be satisfactory are so quick that it just it, it there's no payoff for me wow i i sat and watch this movie for two hours to get no payoff. Because violence in life is not a payoff. I was going to say, well, why did I watch the fucking movie? <laughs> because Nicolas Cage and that scene in the car where he's wide eyed <laughs> and full of blood. Literally one of the best. Like, I, I actually I love this movie. I do love it. Thank you. Uh, I, I love Mandy. Uh, I think it's a great, uh, great modern, like almost surrealist horror. There's OK. Yeah. So one of my favorite words um, I don't often like film reviews or film reviewers. I think like they come off as pretentious or whatever, but I do like some of the language that is used and I'm familiar with it. And the word phantasmagoric gets thrown around every now and then with some films. And I just fucking love the word. And it's used often to describe this like fever dream of a movie. And I love these kind of movies, this real, real surreal, like, horror cosmic horror almost like that's the thing is it's subverting the cosmic horror that it's actually just all human horror yeah you think there's a supernatural element but in reality there there is not there is no cosmic entity other than the uncaring world yeah and that's ah it's just so fun dude it's i've said it before i like movies that make people feel weird and i think this movie does that for me that first hour to me is all about atmosphere and all about like immersion into life can be a very simple and quiet thing that can so easily be thrown out of balance. Um, and I think it's really hard to capture that so engrossingly or so full bodied. And I like totally understand because the I I get it, Alex. This movie is one of the most divisive movies I know of. Literally everyone I know that that has seen it either really likes it or really hates it. Yeah, this is not like a this is a bimodal experience. Yeah. yeah. So if you're out there and you thought Mandy was just fine, uh, tweet at us because yeah. I want to hear from you. you. What? What? How do you not have like a gut reaction <laughs> to this film? I just I, what about the like side characters that come in like the guy who he gets the crossbow from? No explanation on that. No idea who that guy is. The guy with the tiger. Who is that? That's why so why is that guy got a tiger? I want explanations. I want answers. And you know what? For two movies with these big mysteries, I feel like Wicker Man gave me more answers than Mandy did. Yeah, it gave you more answers because James <laughs> Franco showed up at the end and was like, hey, I'm here. Uh, I don't know if that's in the cut uh, that you watched, Alex, but the at very, very end it's bar not. scene. Yeah, James Franco yeah. randomly is in the theatrical version. <laughs> My assumption is they put it in the theatrical version to try and hit the nail on the head harder of like, this is what the movie's about. Well, you also, um, actually, fun fact, when I was looking it up, they also cut out a lot of like the B scene or whatever, because that's what stopped it or that's what put it over the edge of being rated R. They wanted to keep this movie PG-13. <laughs> you want to know my biggest problem with Mandy? What? I want to hear it. <laughs> Why is their bathroom so fucking huge? When Mandy like first gets out of the chains and like slumps into the bathroom and starts like drinking the vodka, their bathroom is enormous. You don't love Nicolas Cage and his tidy whities screaming in the bathroom? No, no. I loved that, but I couldn't enjoy it because I was so confused by the size of their bathroom. I live in a <laughs> tiny little New York apartment and to even fathom having a bathroom that large, I can't. Damn, son, you should try buying a house. No, Pacific Northwest. Honestly, both of these movies are set in the Pacific Northwest. Fun fact. Uh, I don't know if it's just like a horror. I didn't see any giant bathrooms in The Wicker Man. So uh, I don't did know. you see The Wicker Man? You could pee in that thing. <laughs> what do you mean? It's a bunch of sticks, dude. Come on. You 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 have you know the that Wicker is... Man is a literal shithead. <laughs> uh, Nicholas Cage shit in his pants as he burns alive. What a fun image. <laughs> probably did. But Nicholas Cage just gets burned alive, and they just say, "Go Anyone for it." Anyone got the T 
EP. <laughs> Wait, I didn't think about this when we pitched these movies, but yeah, Nick Cage burns to death <laughs> in two of them. He and he dies in more than half of them. That's how he got Ghost yeah. Rider because they already know he'd look good on fire. Like they already do. And with CGI abs. <laughs> yeah, you remember those CGI abs in Mandy? <laughs> remember the CGI abs on uh, the Wicker Man, like the full Wicker Man? Dude, he looked jacked. How do we? I, I know how to compare this movie, actually, something that really stood out to me in a really uh, cool way. It's interesting looking into like male privilege and like rage and male dominated spaces, comparing these movies, actually. In Wicker Man, you have an island of women saying that men are only good for like sex and do whatever and like they're using them as like tools and saying they're that a beehive. Yeah, and they're a beehive and all that stuff. And in Mandy, you have this uh, Sand, uh, the cult leader saying god have gave him permission to take like what is his and all of it very much including the women i mean that's literally what he was asking for like taking from people and it's men's entitlement and men's and like men's rights and all that in a gross way but the solutions to the both are like super interesting like mandy presents it as like a male rage solution but also like what matthew was alluding to earlier that that's not really like it's not satisfying the solution to male entitlement and the wicker man almost does the same, but like in a lesser way. Cause like it, it there's male ego in it. Like he's like, I'm going to get them out of there. It's like, this is the right way. Classic colonizer. Am I right? Yeah. I mean, which hey. I think is one of the really specifically on the wicker man side is one of the really interesting things that was added in the Nick Cage yeah. version. Yeah. Is this matriarchy that does not exist. Uh, sorry. Spoilers for <laughs> the wicker go man. Watch, go watch the 1973. Yeah, it's one. Christopher Lee, isn't it? Yes. Very yes, Lord good. Somerset, I believe. Yeah. Very it's good. actually a, like a fantastic movie. Not don't go in expecting like a super scary movie. It's like an uncomfortable movie, but it's quite good. And I like I think that that matriarchal setting is one of the more interesting pieces that they added in this mm-hmm. movie. Um, and I do actually think that that's like a pretty interesting contrast to draw between these two. Because they are both still male-focused stories. Yeah, at their exactly. Yeah, yeah. But they deal with that male-focused story in very different ways. Do you know uh, the Mandy director? Uh, I forgot his name. Can you repeat it, please? Panos Cosmatos. Uh, Cosmatos. He, uh, in an interview, because uh, I remember looking into this movie afterwards, it was one of those where it's like, I need to know more. This bizarre art house film. Uh, he hates men. Almost to the point where it's like, he literally says that he feels like he's allergic to testosterone. And it's so interesting as a reading. That comes through. That perspective of men. 100%. Yeah, 100%. That's actually really interesting. Especially the like cult stooges. Like you have oh, the yeah. giant huge guy with the like mullet who's like licking his teeth when she's burning oh, alive. Jesus, yeah. And how the only redeemable cult member is the like one girl. I think it's inter- it's especially interesting when you consider that context with how Mandy is portrayed as a character because she is portrayed as like a very defiant, like her defiance directly directly results in her own death by this sort of toxic narcissistic man. So yeah, actually that's like really interesting. You throw that out, Jake with that in mind, it's super apparent through the storytelling. Yeah. um, That that is like his perception of men. It's so, it's so funny, especially like these were the two movies I purposely wanted to watch back to back because it felt like such a horror double feature. Um, I also watched them back to back. Yeah. And like, it just felt so evident to me, especially, okay, getting into some, which one, which one did you guys watch first? The Wicker Man. I was the so Wicker excited. Man. <laughs> yeah. I was so fucking excited to watch The Wicker Man. Yeah. But it was so funny, the end of The Wicker Man. The last 20 bits are so funny. His like tirade, like going, he literally just goes around punching women. That's literally like all he does and randomly too. Him in the bear suit jump punching that woman is one of the funniest scenes in cinema. I know I've said that like three times this bracket, but I mean it. It's the Wicker Man is so funny. It's such a funny movie. He says, bitches, you bitches. My favorite thing, when he eventually takes the bear suit off, he keeps the feet on. Yeah. He's just like dropping around in the bear feet. Oh, and he always lightly jogs. Do you guys notice in this movie? He just lightly, he does not full run at all because he's always in a fucking suit why does he always have that suit on he was probably so fucking hot because uh, oh he's looking fresh in that suit he is i love i love some good elbow patches i really think that this movie uh, up until the last 20 minutes because again he's allowed to be more cage uh, uh the part that like he finally gets to be more cage that we know of gets to the how did it burn 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 uh which is i i 
love seeing that. Once he gets the opportunity to go off the rails. Yeah, it's great. But I think this movie before that, I think this movie was payback by the film gods for Vampire's Kiss. Like, instead of people having to act off of his crazy and be, like, so jarby, like, I don't know what to do. He has to be the ultra straight man. He has to be ultra straight man to some weird-ass, really bad performances. Like, I think they were were really bad performances. I I also think there's this this interesting element that his character is also, like, a little bit of a dick. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Wait. Did you guys know? I loved all the little animal costumes. Did you see the little girls in bee costumes? Yeah. Yeah, so very fun. Very so fun. funny. My my favorite recurring, I don't want to say joke, because I know it's not meant to be a joke, but in The Wicker Man, when he keeps having the vision of the girl suddenly being smashed by the truck, and it's supposed <laughs> to be like really like sad and jarring and intense, but it's just so funny, the like CGI truck, like... <laughs> <laughs> it's so good. It's so good. Again, I... I will go to my grave. This movie is so much more effective as a comedy. Get your friends together. Watch The Wicker Man. And maybe we'll make an official Wicker Man drinking game. It's... (laughs) Oh, my gosh. He kept kicking people, man. Also, like, he kicked that woman and she literally flew back into the bar. And then when he was getting surrounded... Uh, he literally, his first instinct was just to kick and they launch for some reason. <laughs> they launch when he kicks them. He's strong. He's strong. He he's fought got, them off for powerful legs. He fought oh them off God. for like a good minute. There's there. also all these like zooms and all of these like weird, like triple, like dream, the triple dream fake out thing. Why did he randomly go to sleep on the pier and then wake up and then wake up? It was man <laughs> because the, the the writers dictated it. That's why, man. I, I love that double dream bit. of He wakes up and the body's in his arms. <laughs> so funny. <laughs> okay, I have a question for Matt. Yeah, because Matt, you showed me something um, years ago, and I yes. didn't know what it yes. was. Is this, is Mandy the movie that the Cheddar Goblin is from? Yes, it is, baby. That's <laughs> wild. Uh, the Cheddar Goblin for the uninitiated. First things first, stop right here. Pop that sucker into Google, YouTube, whatever. Just look up Cheddar Goblin. Cheddar as in cheese, goblin as in tiny green monster. <laughs> yeah, we'll wait for you. All right, cool. Thank you. Welcome back. I know. What was that? Why'd he puke on those kids? That was weird. Uh, Basically, the Cheddar Goblin is a fake commercial in Mandy advertising mac and cheese. And it's just a goblin vomiting mac and cheese on some kids for 20 seconds. And it's 60% more cheese than other competing brands, Mm -hmm. um, which is a big deal. That's a lot more cheese. That's a lot of cheese. Yeah, this is where that's from. I don't know why it's included. I think it's such a good moment. Nicolas Cage just slack jawed watching this commercial on TV. I, I, so there are a lot of these kind of like out there moments that occur throughout the runtime of Mandy. And I think that's a very tame way to say it. I'll say, (laughs) yeah, you've got, you've got cheddar goblin. You've got uh, a guy with a tiger. You've got a penis knife. Um, (laughs) You do got penis knife. Chainsaw fight. Chainsaw fight. So fucking good. I can't believe we didn't. Okay. But sorry. The chainsaw fight's great. Yeah. Yeah. One of the few moments I enjoyed in this movie. Please, Matthew, please, please. They all serve to like amplify these strange surrealist feelings that this movie portrays. Like that whole, you know, the Cheddar Goblin, the whole scene with the the drug maker and his tiger. It's just Nicolas Cage standing there like silently staring at him as the guy talks and slowly comes to the realization that he needs to free his tiger. And then he frees the tiger and it leaves. And that's just like so bizarre. So like so weird. And I I just I don't know. It's weird that they included the cut of Life of Pi. Yeah. In this movie. Yeah. I mean, that's (laughs) That's I mean, that's what the tiger went on to it. You know, after big budget acting, you know, a lot of actors go off to act in like smaller art house. I mean, Daniel Radcliffe. Yeah. Did Harry Potter and then did. Swiss Army Man, you know. Good Maybe movie. if they had named the guy Pissing, I would have like really <laughs> been into it. But yeah, <laughs> hard when his name is Red. I am so conflicted before we get into voting this because, like, on one hand, it's my love of shitty horror movies. Just like I, lo- it's so fucking funny. And then on the other hand, it's like a really beautiful, like I don't know. For me, like it deconstructs, it challenges right. a lot of things. For I want to throw like, out there. 
Which movie do you think Nicolas Cage is more Nicolas Cage in? Oh, I know the answer to that. <laughs> Which one does he have the most cajisms? And he punches, I know my he punches a woman in a bear costume. <laughs> um, I'm oh, ready to vote. No. I know Matt's ready to vote. Jake, you're the middle here. So I'll just throw out there right now. I'm voting for the Wicker Man. And I, to no one's surprise, am voting for Mandy. Right there. I voted for Mandy, uh, mostly because, guys, they use the font papyrus in the Wicker Man for the opening credits, <laughs> and that's just not okay. We, we have to take a stand somewhere. No, honestly, it came down to Nicolas Cage is so fucking tame up until the last 20 minutes, and he is so unhinged. I'm going to say I disagree. I think the unhingedness of Nicolas Cage in Mandy is very tame for the first hour and then is one note for the last hour. But we'll get into it next time. Yeah, we will. With that, moving on to our semifinals, we've got National Treasure versus Adaptation. And then coming out of this episode, we've got Face Off versus Mandy. Is that the first time we've had two movies by the same person go head to head? Oh, yeah, I think it is. I don't know. I don't know for sure, but it might be. I d- it's definitely not me. My movies don't typically make it uh, very <laughs> Jake, far. Uh, Jake, uh, <laughs> you had one in the finals last time. You have uh, one in the semis this time. Like Matt uh, voted for Kill Bill. I consistently I vote against for my Roger own Rabbit. movies. I don't know what's wrong with it. <laughs> I voted against Vampire's Kiss last week. So That's true. Jake, if you had voted for Wicker Man, a Wicker Man would be I know. here. I voted for Wicker Man. I know, I know. Hey, it's it's showing you guys how honest I am with this and how I'm literally super impartial going into these. You know? you're, you're not here for self-interest. You're here for the bracket, which is what we hope you're here for, audience. Email us, DM us on Instagram and Twitter, at TuffCutPod. Pod. Follow us on Letterboxd. Yeah, funny reviews. What a wild idea. Funny movie reviews. And maybe we'll get a MySpace. I don't know. Jury's still out. <laughs> we should do it. Or or start a Zenga blog or something. Like a mommy we and me blog. Technically have a website. <laughs> we do have a website. Is there a way to play virtual Jenga? Probably yeah. Just in yeah. life or like through hey a- guys, we're doing a, a Jenga game night. The host Jenga of the live Tough stream. Cut, we claim to be the greatest <laughs> Jenga players Wait, in shit. North America. Uh, yeah. So yeah. roll up, prove you can beat us and you will have all the honor and glory. <laughs> we're doing it. I'm ready for the big round.